Hello, corn dogs. Have you ever wanted to start your own podcast? Well, Anchor by Spotify is your solution. Anchor allows you to make a podcast in the easiest way possible. Let me explain. Anchor has tools to let you record and edit your podcast from your phone or computer. It also distributes all your podcasts for you, and you can listen on Spotify, Apple, wherever, and Anchor does all that for you. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, enjoy the show. Watch a new and podcast, watch a new and podcast, watch a new and podcast, watch a new and podcast. They're a semi-chaotic team, man. They're here for podcasting. Watch a new and podcast. Watch a new and podcast. They're headed to the tri-state to hang with Phineas and Ferb. So come along for all the thrill with Felipe, Navi, and Will. They're firing up the Rewatchinator. This is what we're going to do today. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Whatcha Doing? I am Felipe, and much like Phineas and Ferb was this week, we are back on our ox poop. Um, I am here with a sunburnt, animal-loving, disco miniature golfing king. It is Will Davis. Will, how are you doing? Uh, I'm, I'm glad to be back. Stepped on the elevator of coolness to get here. Um, but I'm, I'm happy to be back. I had an exciting 10 days in, in Hawaii. Uh, my brother got married. Uh, so I have a new sister now. That's very nice. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to watch this show again. I'm happy, happy to be here. Yes. And we're also joined by, she is never a clown, but sometimes she is slushy. It is Navi. Oh. Navi, how are you doing? Yes. Uh, well, Winnipeg She's Canadian, is the right? slurpy capital of the world. So I think that's an appropriate <laughs> title to have. Yeah. I feel like Winnipeg, uh, we, we always hear the weather updates. So it, it's always snowing there, apparently. Well, in Winnipeg itself, like we're going through like, they were going through a heat wave. It's like 22, which is, let me just check that in Fahrenheit, which is hey, like 72 degrees. Yeah. But where I am, it's 59 degrees oh. Fahrenheit. Navi with the conversion rates. Yes. I, I figured out how the app works <laughs> thanks to you. Guys, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and today we're talking about two good episodes. I feel like they finally, they're back on it. Like we had some rough episodes to get through. Maybe I'm jinxing us because next week might be bad, but uh, we got put that putter away and does this duck bill make me look fat and um yeah i'm excited to talk about these two yeah me too i i said before we started recording i don't know if it's just because i haven't watched the show in two weeks or if this really is like much better than the episodes we've been watching but i had i had a lot of fun with it Same. i even i even went and like uh so the first time i watched this i i downloaded it ahead of time because disney plus lets you download things uh, so I, I watched this on a plane. Uh, it, was, it was fun. Did you watch Raya like I told you to? Uh, no, I was going to wait and watch it with my family. 
Okay. Yes. No spoilers. Um, but yeah, so how's everyone been? How was Hawaii? It was great. It was great. I, I got a lot of sun. I I might be uh, peeling now, but uh, it was fun. We, we, we had a lot of fun going to the beach, going to the pools, uh, we went zip lining. Uh, a lot of fun stuff. It was, it was fun. Yes. Um, yeah, you're peeling like a, your favorite food, a banana. Yeah. <laughs> the, the one and only thing that me and my uh, nemesis fruit have in common uh yeah so uh navi how are you been what's new with you not much uh just uh, doing a lot of working even more so than usual because i am planning to head down to winnipeg later this month mm. oh so you're gonna say come hang out with me in boston and i was like oh yay <laughs> wait, wait well maybe one day when You've the gotten borders the first vaccine right is that yeah is i got that my first I should be eligible for my second sometime soon. Cause like, I don't know, apparently like vaccine uptake has been very low in our province. So today the province announced like initiatives and we're basically doing a vaccine lottery where if you get both doses of the vaccine, you get and automatically entered into a lottery and you can win like up to gosh, like a hundred thousand dollars. And if you're under- Who needs to go on Big Brother Canada when you can just win this vaccine lottery? Go into the lottery in Manitoba, y'all. And if you're like 17 and under, you get like a $25,000 scholarship. So Mm. if you enter into the lottery, there's like 10 scholarships. And I think like, like 10, like a hundred thousand dollar things. I don't know. It was very bizarre when I was in- press conference i love that like the original thing was like get vaccine save lives and then now it's like get vaccine when when this toyota corolla or whatever <laughs> like uh when when this like plasma tv or like they're giving away things so you can get a vaccine like that's how desperate people are to like make sure everyone gets it it's yeah bad. well that's what happens when you become the COVID hotspot in north america i guess yeah but yeah even even in the states it's like a thing but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to be back with you. I miss you all. And I'm still mad at Will. I don't know if he knows that or not, but I'm still mad I, at him. <laughs> no, you told, me, you told me this the other day that you were mad at me that you couldn't fit in my suitcase. Yeah. I'm also mad. Was it, what, I was supposed to go to Hawaii with my cousin, but then that didn't end up working. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I have spent a lot of time with Will lately, just via listening to his old episodes of his own podcast um yeah uh and yeah i i I had lots of questions and some rebuttals to will and i was like this take from like three years ago is incorrect sure (laughs) right yeah you know maybe take has evolved since then my opinions are never static i haven't except for except for the thing about friends friends i will never think that friends is a good tv show Okay, no, uh, but but all of my other opinions, I so you I didn't watch the Friends funny. reunion? Absolutely not. <laughs> no. It's just a cash grab. So I haven't listened to the podcast where you discussed this, but I listened to your hundredth episode where you mentioned it. Uh-huh. Kind of on your side about this Clifford the Big Red Dog versus Kareem Abdul-Jabbar debate. Yeah, without listening to the podcast yet. So maybe Sam makes some good points, but. Yeah, that was a, a a fun episode. I if you haven't listened to that one yet, that that was one of the most fun to record. 
but it was like way early in the catalog. Yeah, I need to f- go find that one after. But anyways, we're here to talk about Phineas and the Ferb. Yeah, here we here we are talking about other podcasts instead of talking about the TV show that we're here to talk about. Listen, <laughs> I needed I needed some warm up. I needed some warm up to get going. It's been a minute since I've done this. So, uh, Will, are you taking? No, it's Navi first, I believe. Yeah, taking us through. Uh, put that putter away. Yes. So uh, I guess a basic uh, like one or two sentence synopsis is uh, Stacy comes over to help Candace while she's sick. Um, and then Candace gets her to try and bust her brothers. But spoiler work, that doesn't really work out. Um, and Perry needs a vacation and him and Dupin and Schwartz, who like moved like two houses down from where the Flynn Fletcher house is, decide to just chill for the day. Until a terrible neighbor shows up, and then Doof is back to his old antics. Yeah, that's like the basic Dinkelberg. It's not Dinkelberg, <laughs> but it's basically Dinkelberg. Yeah, he he did look. I think his name was Phil, maybe his neighbor. Yeah, how dare they? Or Paul? Yeah. it was something something like four letters, but with P. I don't. I, it might have been Phil. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he wasn't. He definitely he definitely did have uh, big Dinkelberg energy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I hope I don't have big dingle energy. No, you have big um big Wanda energy. Wanda. Okay. I think I have big Cosmo energy, and Will has big uh big Chester McBath energy. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> um, better than than having big Bucky McBad bad energy. <laughs> true. Got to wear a paper bag over my head all the time. Yeah. No, that's Jacob. <laughs> his neighbor's Phil. Oh. His neighbor. His neighbor's name is Phil. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we don't like this Phil. We we're team Dupinschmerz over here. Yes. Have either of you had a bad neighbor? I don't think I've had a bad neighbor. I had a bad roommate whose room yeah. was like right next to mine okay i've never had that situation unless it's like other floor mates that like were nasty in the bathroom but i've never really had like a bad roommate slash neighbor um yeah good thing is is that we each had our own bathroom so luckily i didn't have to share uh, a bathroom with this dude but oh my god love that uh, for you stories i can go into <laughs> Yeah, that's probably the most unappealing thing about like ever going on Big Brother besides like the live feeds and the crazy fans is like sharing a bathroom with like 16 people. Yeah, I would spend like most of the day like. Yeah. They can can just watch you anytime you got to go poop. They're going to know you went to go poop. (laughs) Yeah. They can't watch you poop, but they're going to know your schedule. Yeah. Um, Especially when you talk about it in the DR like Enzo. Mm-hmm. Though if it's Big Brother Canada, they cut the feeds like sixty percent of the time anyway, so it probably won't matter. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we should talk about this episode. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> we we have a bit of a tight schedule today. Yeah. Um. So as mentioned earlier, Candace is sick, and Stacy, being the good friend that she is, shows up and helps Candace out. She brings her miso soup, which, by the way, I could really go for a miso miso soup right now. Like, literally, oh. I I wanted to get Japanese food at Rook today, and I couldn't find a sushi place, so I ended up going to my usual spot, supporting the local Brazilian restaurant as I go every day. Um, I think tomorrow we have craft services. I'm so excited to get. Yay! Yeah, but nice. I wanted sushi so badly. I want like 
but it's also hot. Maybe it maybe miso soup would have been a bad idea today because it was so hot and we don't have AC in our building. But mm. yeah, not in the building for work in my house where we we have that. So, but yeah. Okay. Sorry. Then tangents again, but I I just want a miso soup. No, I feel yeah. When I head down to Winnipeg, I am ordering some off skip yeah. or DoorDash or whatever is available down there. Skip the I dishes. forgot. Support support BB can. <laughs> Shout out <laughs> BB can for a tenth season. Officially. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Um, not all of my favorite shows from the last year I can say that. Rest mm-hmm. in peace, Zoe's extra no on your playlist. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so uh, one thing is is that Stacy's tells Candace, "Hey, don't worry, your brothers are off playing mini golf, so you don't have to worry about busting them." And then it cuts to Phineas and Ferb meeting up with their friends over at Little Duffer's, which is closing. And this like hits yeah. very close to home, considering what's going on right now with like oh, small businesses. So exactly, yeah. I have a question. This mm-hmm. half Scottish, half Irish dude is married to the lady from the other episodes, or is this a different? Is that her sister? Like, you I know, think it's a, I think it's not the same lady. It's the it's like it's definitely a hundred percent the same like trope, and maybe a similar lady. It might be her but, sister. Imagine yeah, if it's her sister. That that makes a lot of sense. I would hope it's not the same lady. She's just mistressing around. Not mistressing. What's the what's the Adultery. Maybe she has an open marriage, or is yeah, it? Yeah, I, I mean, it, it it could be some sort of like polyamorous situation, some like brother yeah. husband sort of thing. Yeah, respect that. I'm here for it. Or maybe she's just like the financial advisor to this guy who mm, just shows yeah. up. That we is true. Uh, yeah, with with the she farm guy, the it was pretty clear that they were married. But here, here, it was just like, yeah. It just a woman was here. I, I don't think. Uh, yeah, sound off in the comments what your theories are. Yeah. Maybe it's a multiverse. Hmm. Well, that's big. <laughs> yeah. Maybe her cheating was the nexus. Of oh. <laughs> um. Anyways. Yeah. So little duffers is closing because no one's into mini golf anymore. Uh, duff. I guess Duffer, it's like, it's only, it's only golf, but miniature as opposed to it being miniature golf or only miniature golf. I think I got that quote mixed up in my notes. I watched this episode yesterday because I knew it wouldn't have time to do it today. So mm-hmm. forgive m- me. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. okay. So sorry, sorry to stick on this point. Uh-huh. Um, the, the, the fittings of her wiki Yes. When talking about the quote of when, you know, when she's like, you should be setting aside your profits over the years so that you can upgrade your investment. What did you think a new um, shiny new miniature golf course was going to fall out of the sky? Um, So this quote lists her name as farmer's wife and his as owner of Little Duffers. So this seems to suggest it is the same lady but not married to this guy. Yeah. Maybe maybe they're just like really good friends. Or like relatives or something. Yeah. Or or like you said, financial advice. Or she could she's be, his sister. Could... Yeah. Yeah. Or she's just town gossip and nosy and like tries to give him advice. Yeah. Unsolicited yeah. advice. Everyone's favorite thing. Yeah. 
Uh, yes, Asia would do that. Wouldn't you like to have the job? Well, not even a job. The hobby where you just go around town and tell everyone your business is bad. You're you're not doing business the right way. It's called Chappelle's Twitter. Do this instead. <laughs> yeah, it's called Twitter. It's also called small <laughs> small town living. Uh, yeah, a lot of people <laughs> really know everyone's business up here. Um, so Phineas and Ferb figure out what they're going to do today. They're going to make their own miniature miniature golf course at home. Uh, and uh, we cut back to Candace and Stacy. Uh, she hears their uh, crane, I guess, or like construction equipment, Which, and uh, kind of disrespectful. She's trying to get some rest, and they're just being loud AF. Like that's the worst thing when there's construction on like a Saturday morning at eight a.m. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, kind of team Candace on this. Yeah, but Candace shouldn't be that like invested. <laughs> True, like she should be trying to go to bed, not stressed out about her brothers. But they could also like not have a, a tractor in the backyard at like ten in the morning on when she's sick. Yeah, like they should know that she's sick. That is definitely true. Like go to Beaufort House for the day. Uh, do you want to go to Beaufort House? <laughs> I mean, he kind of owes them. Yeah, I mean, or really, all of their friends owe them. Yeah. Except maybe Isabella. Isabella puts in a lot of the work. Yeah. And also we stand Mrs. Garcia Shapiro. So, like, we don't want to infiltrate her backyard. Well, I guess, to be fair, they were going to go to Little Duffers. Yeah, okay. Uh, They they did try and go somewhere else. uh, And then it just didn't work. Yeah, so Candace wants Stacy to keep an eye on Phineas and Ferb. Stacy goes down there and says that I'm her eyes, her ears, her mouth, basically her entire face. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, she kind of gets sucked up into it all. I, I think at one point, I don't know if it was like in this specific scene or the scene after where Candace tells Stacy not to get seduced by the coolness, yeah, which I thought was she, a really great line. <laughs> she got seduced by the coolness. It happens. <laughs> yeah. I related so much to Stacy this episode. This was a great episode for me. I, I'm happy I just so happened to have like get to cover this one. Yeah. Uh, I I feel like I would very much be the Stacy in this situation where I would try to bust them, but I would mm-hmm. get too caught up into it. Yeah, exactly. That, that could relatable. be why why I thought this was one of my favorite episodes because we got a lot of Stacy in this episode. Yeah, she is, is the 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 titular disco miniature golfing queen. Squad, we love Stacy in this episode. I don't know why I said yeah. squad. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, we stand Stacy. Look, we're all very tired. <laughs> Please <Yeah>. forgive us. <laughs> um, also, when Candace is like talking to Stacy, she like covers her mouth with her hand. I'm like, that's not good for spreading the illness especially like i said it's close to home these yeah. days was anyone else stressed like why is candace not wearing a mask near stacy yes. yeah. yeah social distancing can keep like two meters apart yeah um yeah, I, yeah there was there was a time in our lives where we would just be around sick people and i was like okay yeah i don't understand what is it's- this before times logic yeah, no, I, I've loved all the tweets that were like, 
uh, I think we should continue wearing masks because I love not getting a cold. Literally the first day I went back to work, I didn't get a cold, but like, I was like, oh my God, the allergies, like the acting up. It's like, that's how strenuous, like being inside was like going outside mm-hmm. for like one day was on my body. And then I was like, you know what? Let's, let's support masks. And also, okay. I was very upset. I went to my brother's high school graduation, which no, uh, also congratulations, Nathan, for graduating college. And then congratulations, yes. Enrique, for graduating high school. But um, there was someone who sneezed. They were not wearing a mask. Literally, their snot rocket fell, like, very close to me. Ew! And I was so stressed oh out. I was like, literally, we need, we need to, like, I, I need, like, a spray bottle of detergent spray on people. Be like, back up. I don't know. That was, that was, I was very peeved. Um, yeah, I would be too. This is nothing to do with Stacey. I would probably yelled at him. Well, I wouldn't yeah. yell. I'm not big into confrontation, but you know what I mean. Same. Like, like, I'm that person that will say, like, I would yell at someone, but then, like, if they, like, do something near me, but really, I, like, will mumble it or whisper it, be like, that's gross, but, like, so they can't hear me, but I'm like, I did, I did it. Look at me. <laughs> like, no hmm yes anyway. so uh stacy takes the elevator to the coolness which is like basically like an air hot air balloon yeah. up to the first par course or the first hole of a miniature golf place yeah. i haven't mini i haven't mini golfed in like forever guys same Sorry. i really want to mini golf though like not just this episode i told a friend recently i was like i want to go mini golfing um when it's safe especially this mini golf course True. This mini mini golf golf done. It also looks kind of dangerous. Like it's bordering on like amusement parkiness, which I am not a fan of. (laughs) Yeah. I think Navi would do the indoor ones, but anytime she's near a cliff, she'd be like, nope, get me out of here. Yeah, I'm like, I I lose. But I like that they were like they they had a slide and then they had like the hat machine that gave them different like peddler's caps or what golfing mm-hmm. caps and then like the club mm-hmm. dispenser um yeah. maybe a little color touch-up so everyone didn't get the same like dark blue but that would have been fun um i love the fact like my favorite thing going to mini golf places was like choosing your ball color i was like what, what color am i gonna be today but, yes i was always orange and you are orange right now Not that's quite. offensive actually no you you are you are you are you are uh, pinkish with the with yeah the I'd, I'd say yeah, yeah I'm definitely closer to pink. Calling you orange is offensive these days. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, also, one thing to mention, uh, Candace tells Stacy two words: video, phone. So Stacy is just like Facebook living this whole thing the entire time. Oh, I thought Candace was just on Periscope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought Candace was just referencing her favorite Beyonce Lady Gaga collab. But, yeah. Well, that too. Maybe she was. Which is funny because I remember, I think, was it last episode or the episode before where I got called, like, not yelled at, but I was like chastised for saying, well, why this whole segment could have been a text. But these like old school flip phones are able to periscope a video. Yeah. And so, like, I, I don't get it. Whatever, yeah, I, mean, I was right. That that message yeah. could have been a text. Just for Yes. 
Yeah, I mean, she seems like she's almost FaceTiming even. There's there's a part later, which I have written down as maybe maybe my favorite thing in the episode is when uh, one of them hits the ball. It's either, I think it's Stacy hits the ball. Uh, and and Candace is like yelling through her phone, but her Focus, her voice right? is gone. Yeah, so she so she's like, Stacy's <sighs> like, what the, what's that noise? Like it's the sound of the crowd going wild. Phineas, I thought that that was really funny, but but it's it's like they're they're FaceTiming almost on these flip phones. Yeah, and that's like the question. Is like Candace like getting her to record this, or is it just streaming? And then is it similar to like a FaceTime where it just like ends and like the video is gone forever? Like, mm-hmm. is she, is she taking like screenshots? Like, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. Who, who's to say? Who's to say? Yes. Well, anyway, Stacy is too into the mini golf, and that's where we get the song of the episode, which is "Disco Miniature Golfing Queen." What do we think about this song? A bop. bop. Not, not iconic, but definitely a bop. Not as iconic oh, yeah. as the other stuff that we Well, that, that's the thing is, I totally forgot this song existed, but it's such a good song. I love it. it well, I'm it, biased because I was just happy that a song about Stacy, we finally got one of mm-hmm. those. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it, this is one where I'm really going to have to start like forgetting how. Uh, like memorable it is that I remember it from 10 years ago and more just like how good is a song I remember and I, and I think it's gonna be pretty high I remember the song I remember the moments but like I didn't remember everything about the song which I can't say for and it's not one that I would go back to on YouTube all the time but mm-hmm. this one was like definitely like memorable to an extent um, it's memorable to the extent that the quirky worky song was earlier in this episode and this one that got it's still stuck in my head, but this one like will overshadow it at points throughout my day. So mm-hmm. that's how memorable it is. Yes, it's, it's one that moving forward I'm gonna remember a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I I really enjoy the song. This goes back, baby. Yes. Um. So after the song ends, Candace realizes that she's gonna have to take matters into her own hands. But she's too sick, so it takes for, for like ever to like get out of the house. Um, and I guess like at some point she calls Linda to like pick her up or to like come over to the house to see what's going on. But as we realize, shenanigans have gone on in the other uh, in the B plot, I guess, which we'll get into later, where the golf course just hovers all the way over to Little Duffers and like just falls where their old golf course was. Uh, yeah. I guess revitalizing it. Uh, they're back in business, baby. And that's the end of the episode. Uh, St- oh, wait. Stacy is excited to win. But then she finally gets sick. And then they both just hang out in Candace's bed. At least they babies. can hang out together. True. The other funny part about this, this part at the end uh, was when uh, the, the golf course lands on Little Duffer's. And Ferb's like, uh, you know, I don't know why we didn't just build it here to begin with. Yeah, no. Yeah. I will say something that I did remember from this episode was Ferb before he was about to hit the golf ball with like the the wind stuff. I remember like the visual of the grass, him picking up the grass and like floating around. Um, Mm -hmm. And then also what I want to say is like, why did Stacey's mom let her go to Candace's house when she was sick? Why doesn't she just force her to stay home? Yeah, it's the same day. It's a different time. Yeah, pre-COVID. True. so different like let's All go right. on a sick play date yeah 
get those antibodies if wait isn't that like a thing where like parent like parents of like really young like toddlers or whatever will make them like all play together so they all get sick and then yeah they have like chicken pox parties yeah that was apparently a chicken chicken pox is like never had chicken pox where you can like famously only get it once so like if you know someone whose kid has chicken pox then you will bring your kid over to play with their kids so the I think it's chicken pox that they do that. I've never had chicken pox, but now I, I'm scared because I'm at the age where it's probably going to be shingles, not chingle po- chicken pox. So. Oh, okay. I looked out. I got chicken pox in like kindergarten or first grade. I have like a couple of scars, but. Is that mm-hmm. the one where you have to like bathe in tomato? No, that's a skunk spray. No, um, you, you get like the, the pink lotion that you have to dab on. <laughs> um, that. I will say uh, it, it is now the official stance of this podcast or at least me uh, <laughs> don't don't have chicken pox parties don't have any sick parties um, the, the CDC recommends against it which means I recommend against it mm-hmm. yes. uh, but uh, yeah the idea it was it was before uh, varicella chicken pox vaccines were widely available they would just like uh get it over with um because uh uh they would uh uh, it's like easier for kids to get over it than for adults um so they would do it with their young kids uh but now we have vaccines so just have your kids get the chicken pox vaccine uh and the covid vaccine if they can um also, uh, before we get come at in the comments, uh, chicken pox turns into measles when you're an adult. Not chicken. Oh. Well. Well, you don't want that either. Yeah. We, yeah, you don't want the heat. You don't want the people to add yeah. you. You cannot Wait, be added speaking right of now. measles, we forgot the, that there was like a lot of, uh, there was some drawings or Candace wrote busted, bust them on a paper and can't, both Stacey and Phineas said there were weasels. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> The segue to end all segues. <laughs> like a chimpanzee, I'm riding on that segue. Yeah. <laughs> or Paul Blart Mulcop. That was filmed near me. Ooh. First Paul Blart Mulcop or a chimpanzee riding on a segue? Paul Blart, the first Paul Blart Mulcop. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry, it's Paul Blart Bleep Loop, according to Mike and Liana. That's the official Paul Blart Bleep Oh, of course. How could yeah. I how could I do such things? Anyway, yeah. want to get into the Perry and Doof plot yeah i kind of want to have a lazy day like them not like finney and fair but like them <laughs> yeah well yeah. period tighter is yeah i'll start over please edit this out or don't it's mm-hmm. fine i get you're busy so uh back to the perry and do plot uh, Perry is tired and needs a vacay. I feel that so hard. Yes. I'm so excited to get Navi, time let, off later this month. <laughs> let's do that, Navi, and then Will can stay and do everything since he just took a vacay. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe when the U.S.-Canada border opens for non-essential travel. We can go maybe. to Mount Rushmore. Yeah! <laughs> In North Dakota? South Dakota? South Dakota. One of the Dakotas. Yeah. That's close by. I could road trip there. Um, so it turns out that uh, 
uh, Doof has moved to the same neighborhood as the Flynn Fletchers, and he's like, what, three houses down from yeah. them? Doof and on the suburbs. Yes. And his house is very like modern looking, which like stands out compared to like the other houses on the street mm-hmm. or on the block. You think he built it? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Or he hired people like an architect and yeah. Um Perry shows up to Doof's place and Doof is just well, chilling you on a you hammock. mentioned that he was thinking about flipping the house. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Um also, it's funny because uh, Doof is listening to the adventures of Tom Sawyer, but like the translated into evil. Translated into evil. <laughs> I don't yeah. ever remember like the exact line that the narrator that was like saying, talking in the audiobook was talking about, but it was so funny. I laughed out loud at that part. I mean, um, I meant, was ahead I meant of to time. look up what the original line was because it was something about like Tom's hand hatred for his aunt i mean doof was before his time because nowadays everyone's just watching 101 dalmatians but evil mm. that's a stretch for a corella reference but okay yeah <laughs> i haven't i haven't seen corella yet either me neither i just reactivated I, my amc card uh, to see I in the heights so this weekend over these Disney like live action like oh hey let's focus on the villain like yeah. they weren't mm-hmm. so bad there's already a sequel in development for Corella well well the thing yeah. is well there's already a sequel it's called 101 Dalmatians uh, but <laughs> <laughs> no that's a prequel the thing oh is, wait no it's a sequel the thing yeah, is Corella is a prequel I I don't mind them doing prequels about villain origin stories but I don't want them to make the character redeemable. Yeah. Like, yeah. Corella is an evil woman. I don't need to root for her. I just need to see her be evil. That's it. Yeah. I I yeah. kind of get what I kind of get what you're saying about like kind of being over all of the villain prequels. But at the same time, if they did, if they were, if if you were to tell me that they're making uh, an Isma movie. An oh, yes. be there. I, I'm signing up for it in a heartbeat. Yeah, I'm here for that. Um, uh, but go ahead, Navi. I don't know. I've been like off the like, not even just like the villain prequels. I've just been out on like the live action Disney Aladdin remakes in general. I don't know if you've mm-hmm. seen that one. Though. I like the Aladdin. Aladdin was fine. I did not like the Lion King. Beauty and the Beast better. was just like a shot for shot remake like it didn't need to happen yeah same with lion king yeah yeah lion king also don't even start on lion king. um 2019 i think was yeah. when it came out 2019 2020 one of those years um what is time even uh but like i don't know i was like so excited for maleficent like it came out on my birthday weekend i went out and like with my cousin and watched it and i was like so disappointed by it and like every one of those movies just kept disappointing me and now i'm just like jaded and over it yeah so yeah. i apologize to people who like those movies but i, I am a, not i want a lord farquhar uh origin story but <laughs> um no uh my favorite thing that i saw was uh People on Twitter were like, oh, who, which is the next villain that needs an origin story? And someone said, Darth Vader. <laughs> and then someone quotes it and was like, ma'am, he had a whole trilogy. <laughs> yeah, I would watch a Doofenshmirtz origin story. 
We ha we have we have we've got it. enough material. Yeah. Mm -hmm. His origins in Gimble Stoop. Yeah. Um, yeah. Get some big bag, big black boots for us to bully. Mm hmm. His marriage to Charlene. Ooh. More Alice and yeah. Janet. Yes. Anyway, I, back I, to I the episode. <laughs> back to we should get back to the episode, guys. Um, yes. So Perry brings a housewarming gift to Doof, which is very nice of him. I was not expecting that at all. Um. And it turns out Doof isn't like really up for anything evil. He just wants to chill out. He even offers Perry that he'll write him like a doctor's note telling major monogram that he was up to no good. Very considerate. We love, we yeah. love Thoughtful King. Yeah. Well, after they like are while they're chilling, Doof decides that suburban life isn't for him, which is like a very quick uh uh, time frame to like come to that conclusion and he mm -hmm. wants to get back at his terrible neighbor who does all these terrible things like blow leaves into his yard well like his dog also like makes a mess in his backyard which isn't cool like yeah, yeah that's, that's like the thing. Laws against that like he can call the city or call the hoa yeah yeah that's talk about evil yeah homeowners yeah, it's like the meme where it's like the the film on T the villain on TV and it's doof, and then the actual villain is the neighbor, like that side by side tweet. I didn't describe it very well, but I hope you get my gist. The TikTok meme, yeah. Yes. So anyway, we get the atomic leaf blowerinator so that he can blow leaves into his neighbor's Paul's house or Paul's yard instead. But like something happens, I wasn't really paying attention at this point. And so like it just, uh, Doof somehow ends up going to the, the miniature golf thing, like the little windmill and it propels mm -hmm. it up and then all the way to little Duffer's golf course. Well, I don't then know the if windmill the spins lifts it yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. The, the yeah. deal is, is that his leaf blower, his atomic leaf blower is too strong for him. So he ends mm -hmm. up being like uh, Spongebob in that episode where he's playing with a reef blower uh, uh -huh. and, and you know the leaf blower is kind of blowing him around and then yeah. 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 And I guess that's the end of the Doof Perry plot. I guess Perry shows up at the end there and is like oh yes I am here too and everyone's like oh hey Perry and that's the end of that. So what are we thinking about this episode overall? I had so much fun. I and loved it. I don't know if it's the opposite of Nadi that I didn't have to take notes for either of these episodes, so I was just like able to give my full attention and enjoy it. But like mm -hmm. I love both these episodes, and I I'm very happy, like happy, very happy. Um, I'm happy that uh, they're back on some good good Phineas and Ferb energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I haven't ranked the other one yet, but this one is definitely one of my favorites that we've watched. Yeah, mm -hmm. especially one of your like traditional favorites, because like a lot of our fa my favorites are like outside of the box break the mold episodes but this one i guess it yeah a, little yeah, bit a, a lot of our it. ones in the top uh or at least yeah a lot of the ones we have in the top are are like the the two-part yeah. episodes yeah um so of the things that are just like a standard the boys are doing something doofenshmirtz is doing something this is boys are doing something definitely one of the top three of those yeah um but yeah so we can go straight into does this duck bill make me look fat 
and then we can take a musical break after since there's only one song so yeah musical you gotta, break gotta save the the abba inspired song for later yeah. mm-hmm. uh let me pull up See that girl. my notes so i didn't take super detailed notes on this episode That's honestly uh, it's fine because it, well it was like there's not a lot of we're on a plane in this episode um yeah, I was on a plane, so I was watching on my phone, so I can't take notes on my phone and watch on my phone at the same time. Uh, so uh, this episode, does this duck bill make me look fat? I have a question, uh, though. Did you split the headphones with Nathan? Like, did you use a splitter? Did you watch by yourself? Um, this was a f- part of the flight that we were not sitting by each other. I think I sat by my dad on this leg of the flight. Oh, shout out. Uh, but I, I got him to start watching Invincible. He was watching Invincible. Oh, Ooh. That's that's one of the shows that I'm gonna download once I finish Sweet Tooth. Yeah, I need it's to really get good. to that. I need to get to Invincible, so I I just need to like. Does Amazon Prime let you download things? Yes, uh, that's okay. why he was watching it on the plane. Okay, so yeah, it's it's maybe. great. It's a great show. Now that I'm caught up on all the Superman movies that I needed to watch, maybe I'll do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so just some production information for this episode. Yes, we so love that. The, the, the main bit of this episode is that uh, Candace and Perry the Platypus switch bodies. So for most of this episode, Candace is in the body of Perry the Platypus. Perry the Platypus is in the body of a teenage girl. Did uh, anyone so else notice the or- animation differences in Perry's eyes, like specifically? Like I looked at, I was like, oh, they made it a little more feminine, like in the mm-hmm. eyes and yeah, that was something I Yeah, I, saw. I interrupted you. No, I, 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 I didn't notice the the eyelashes or anything. I just noticed that it felt more like animated of a character, I guess. Which I guess it's all animated. So animated isn't the right word, but animated in in like the motion sense. Like it's like a, I don't know. I'm doing yeah. Stuff I felt with like he was right actually this in his body, see. if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, it seemed like more of a person than a platypus. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this episode uh, originally aired as part of Disney Channel's Seriously Switched Up Sunday, uh, which also, so so, what aired in the same night was this episode in which uh, these two switch bodies, was it, uh, the Quinceañera episode? episode of Wizards of Waverly Place. Love oh, that right. episode. Uh, Shout and, out to, uh, I don't remember the actress's name, but she played Benny on George Lopez. She was the, the grandma. Ooh. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, uh, and and also the the 2003 Freaky Friday aired oh. on, on Disney Channel. They didn't oh. air the Zack and Cody episode where they switch superhero bodies or whatever. I guess not. Well, the, the Phineas and Ferb wiki doesn't tell me that. Mm-hmm. But uh, isn't that like after when this episode aired? I could be wrong. You're more of the expert than I am. But Belita Moreno. Sorry, I had to say that. Belita Moreno was uh, mm-hmm. hmm, the grandma. Yeah, this episode aired in 2008. I don't know the Zack and Cody. Zack and Cody was probably off the air or was like about to be off the air for Sweet Life. Oh, okay. At that point, probably. Then, um, yeah, then it probably did air then. I'm yeah. done. Uh, when did okay, so, this air? Do what? When did this episode air in 2008? August. August, yeah. So Zack and Cody, I remember ending around like September of 2008 because they're much like the first episode of Sweet Life live. Mm-hmm. I don't know. On deck. Interesting. Uh, so that's kind of the, the entire plot of the episode. Um, 
it, it's kind of a standard body swap episode uh, where where Candace Candace and Perry switch bodies. So Phineas and Ferb don't actually do much. They're they're mostly just like putting up posters to to try and find Perry again. Um, and then you have the some bits where uh, Perry is fighting Doctor Doofenshmirtz inside of the body of a teenage girl, and um, Candace is uh, Jeremy is supposed to come over, uh, and they're going to hang out. But she's in the body of a platypus, and Linda is is embarrassing the shit out of Candace. <laughs> okay, that's that's kind of the 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 digest version of the plot of this episode. I did take some some notes that we can maybe go beat by beat here, mm-hmm. uh, but we'll see. Uh, so so the boys, any or I guess any any thoughts before we dive in to the to the the beat by beatness of this episode. Sorry, I've been doing a, a deep dive on the cast of the like random background character of the George or, Lopez show. No, of of the Sweet Life. Um, right now, I'm looking at the woman who played Millicent. Did you know she was she's forty? Oh. The I, woman who I, played the woman who played Millicent in the Sweet Life. Millicent. I yeah, like remember. the girl with the glasses. Oh. Um. No, she no, was she, the she was like nerd, right? No, she was one of the employees at the hotel. Um, and the in the two finger exercise, the trust falls. She was paired with. Oh uh, right, right, right. Mia. She's like the like the the one that's like constantly like on the verge of having a panic attack. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she does look older than I expected. Okay, never mind. I, I remember her being like younger. Well, I get. I mean, if she's forty now, then you know she was like twenty-five. Ago, yeah. Okay. Twenty-five. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's less that she's old and more that we are old. As a society, she, okay. She was also the, the <laughs> human version of the guinea pig, oh, one of the guinea pigs in Wizards of a Really Place. This is not IMD bags. I'm sorry. What are we doing here? <laughs> uh, so Phineas and Ferb are are watching a movie, and it's like an old sci-fi movie where this guy creates a teleporting device. It's Mad Scientist. Um, it's Mad Scientist who I think is voiced by Rob Paulson, who who famously voices Carl Weezer. Oh yeah, um, Jimmy's mom. One one of the one of the all time great voice actors, Rob Paulson. Mm-hmm. Um, but he he's making these teleporters, uh, and, and uh, so it's it's just these two things that you can teleport in between the two things, and his his assistants like, uh, well, it, what's the point if you just have to move one of the teleporters to another place in order to teleport there? Like, aren't you already there? Uh, and then he like he like threatens to cut his tongue out, which is kind of morbid. Uh, but the yeah the the character in the movie is like oh I'm gonna cut your tongue out, and then Phineas is like Ferb I know what we're gonna do today, and Ferb immediately covers his mouth. Like, no not not the <laughs> tongue guy. thing we're gonna we're gonna make teleporters, and they they decide to make their teleporters. Uh, meanwhile, Ben comes in uh, and says she's lost her earring. Um, the hoop one or the topaz one? Is it the smoky topaz or the hoops? Uh, and she has lost the hoops. Which you would think that the what? topaz ones would be harder to find. Like the hoops are like big, right? But there's a lot more air in between them. Who knows? Well, yeah, well, I, I mean, small hoops, hoops too. are probably like, like thin. Yeah. Yeah. See, I was imagining. I mean, like, the, the hoops ooh. that she ends up wearing at the end of the episode are pretty noticeable. 
but mm-hmm. but I th- I think you can have hoop earrings that are forget that about are noticeable hard. hats. It's all about the noticeable hoops. Um, yeah, but Phine- Phineas knows that if his mom is wearing her hoop earrings, that means she's wearing the blue dress tonight. Uh, I don't know what she's going to, but she's wearing the probably blue dress. some antique soiree. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> another antique convention. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Candace wakes up and and Perry is sleeping on her bed, uh, and she's she's really upset. She's like Perry, you're not supposed to be in my room. Uh, so she takes Perry and she goes to yell at the boys, uh, and in the process, uh, she she trips and falls into the the teleporter. And when she trips and falls into the teleporter, she's holding Perry. They pop out the other side, but they have they have swapped bodies. So now she is in Perry's body, and Perry is in her body. Uh, and then uh, this is where things get all hijinky. Not not like uh, not like Velma Dinkley hijinkies. Zoinks. <laughs> no, um, I remember this episode once it started but when i saw the episode title i'm like what is this episode about i did not remember mm-hmm. at all like i remembered what like i remember this episode after it got started but mm-hmm. I, I thoroughly enjoy this episode as well um but Ferb, i don't i don't know if it was Ferb or someone else who made a very good point that was like aren't these kind of useless they're not far away and then once as soon as you get there you have to like you, you already yeah got that, that, that was the character in the movie okay yeah that uh that was gonna get his tongue cut out for for bringing it up yeah, I love how meta that like whole dialogue was. It was very interesting. Plus, the main villain kind of looked like uh, uh, Drago from Kim Possible, or not Drago? Mm, yeah, but yeah, like I not blue. Yeah. Oh, see now, now I see the picture on the Phineas and Ferb wiki of of uh, the the Candace platypus. It, the Candace platypus does kind of have a little like, almost like a cat eye situation going on. Yeah. She also looks a little bit like Tiana as a frog. If that makes sense, like I feel like there's like a little bit. Yeah, I can see that. I I I wish I knew more about animation to know about like how do you draw the difference between an animal and a person animal's body. It's kind of interesting. But this is this is where we kind of have Phineas and Ferb don't really do much the rest of the episode. Uh, the, the rest of their plot is pretty much putting up a bunch of flyers that have this like ugly picture of Candace holding Perry <laughs> with the with the caption uh, "Lost Platypus looks like a girl." Yeah, but just say Candace "lost girl." Yeah, <laughs> but they need a picture so that people know who they're talking about. Oh, they don't need to include the, that photo. They could do like a photo of Candace and nice one, be like "lost sister." Yeah, whatever. But yeah. they need platypus for context <laughs> uh yeah so so that's that's kind of all they do it, it, like they're putting up these posters they get isabella to have like a blimp uh and that's that's pretty much it for them for the rest well, of candace the, the milk. right yeah th- this Which is I remembered. Where in, yeah. instead of being like a phineas and ferb plot and a doof and perry plot it's like Candace's plot versus Perry's plot. Like yeah. most body swap things, you're like following what happens to both bodies. Uh, so I guess we can we can go through uh, 
Which one first? Candace and Perry's body or Perry and Candace's body? Let's do Perry, uh, Candace, Candace and Perry's and body. Perry's body. Okay, so Can- Candace and Perry's body. Uh, Jeremy is supposed to come over uh, and, and Candace tells her mom, you know, don't embarrass me like you did at my fifth grade graduation with the inflatables. Whatever that means. I, I don't know how, how she could be embarrassed with using an inflatable that that is like the memorable part of the thing. Um, but uh, Candace doesn't want to be embarrassed in front of Jeremy, which is reasonable. Um, I, yeah, I don't, I don't want to be embarrassed in front of Jeremy either. I, I skipped around whenever I took these notes. <laughs> so it's, I, I, didn't, I didn't organize it by the plots like I usually do. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, okay, so Jeremy gets to the house um, and, and Linda just continues to embarrass Candace. And, she, and she's there this whole time in, in Platypus Body. And, and Jeremy is like feeding her and petting her. Uh, she finds out that, that Platypus food is like mostly bugs. Uh, so she's, she like throws up on the carpet and gets thrown out of the house. Meanwhile, like Linda is doing the absolute most to embarrass Candace. Yeah, I just want to say Candace found out that uh, the that she was eating bugs, and she didn't say slimy yet satisfying. <laughs> but yeah, Linda's doing the like she's trying to get a word for embarrassing mom of the year. She like she starts off by showing the home movie, and not even like a normal <laughs> the bubble bath home movie, but like yeah, bubble bath as a child home movie. Um, which is just wild that you would show this to, to <laughs> someone who you know is is her high school crush. Um, and then after after or that, or anyone in general, or anyone in general, any any child. Like you don't general. show that to Stacy even. Yeah. Um, and, and and then she says something like, "Oh, Jeremy, you're a nice boy. I understand why Candace has a shrine of you in her room." Yeah. Like, what the hell? Dude? And then so Candace yeets off the couch and is like, Mom! Yeah, yeah. This is where Candace is in Perry's body and she like walks away uh, because her mom doesn't know that she's Candace and she doesn't want Jeremy to know that she's Candace. So she like, she also somehow still has Candace's voice inside Perry's body. So she can like walk away and talk as long as they're not like seeing her. Yeah. Um, but then after after she says that Candace has a shrine to Jeremy, she also says, oh, maybe maybe I lost my earrings while I was folding Candace's laundry. Jeremy, do you want to come with me to look through Candace's laundry? I died at that part. What? That was so funny. <laughs> it's hilarious, but but my God. That, uh, how? How do you... Why is this a normal... Thing that you would think is okay. Nathan, I know you're listening. If Will ever has a friend over that he's interested in, feel free to do his laundry with that person. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's maybe the last bit of the, the yeah. focusing on Candace plot. I will say uh, I remember well, that I, they sweat well, milk. The yeah, whenever, whenever Candace gets kicked out of the house, for for throwing up on the carpet she's like looking i think she's looking through the window at the point where she tells jeremy to come fold her laundry 
on Candace starts sweating milk because that's a thing. Am I sweating milk? Um, I remember that. Then on, like throughout this episode, Candace is just like really disgusted by Perry and platypuses in general. She's always talking about how they stink. Yeah. And, like you know how sweating milk is well then even first says that you should shower first when she turns back yeah which is like no other episodes have they have they made any reference to perry being like gross a gross animal do we ever get a perry adoption origin story i don't know uh that would be interesting though yeah forget villain origin stories the perry origin story yeah live action oh god no Played by Navi. <laughs> there you go. La, 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 la. I can't do the noise. <laughs> uh, so, meanwhile, Perry inside Candace's body, uh, he like immediately tries to go through the normal tubes that he always does, but he's like a little too big for it because he's in a, a teenage girl's body. Uh, and and he gets down to the lair and. Uh, this is where things are kind of weird too, uh, on the part of Carl. Uh, so, so Mr. Major, Major, Major monogram. monogram and Carl are surprised that there's a teenage girl on the screen. Oh yes, I remember this part. Uh, and, and then then he puts on the hat, and and Major Monogram realizes that it's Agent P. Uh, but they In think a it's disguise. Like a, like a disguise, yeah. uh, a, a teenage girl disguise. Yeah, I like how Carl was like really excited, like oh, a teenage girl. Then Major Monogram's so, like, oh, it's this Perry in disguise. He's like, ah. So we yeah. established with Naomi that Carl is seventeen or eighteen, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. he's between seventeen and nineteen, is what the wiki. And says. Candace would be like fourteen, fifteen. That's, that's he's yeah, he, that's too yeah. much. It's he, too much. He's, he's a little bit too old to be like, oh, a teenage girl. How exciting! Carl kind of reminds me of like Fogel or Slash McLovin. Like (laughs) he does. (laughs) Like, can we get that guy to play Carl in the live action? That would be funny. Is that Christopher Mintz plot? Yes, I I feel like he's not done a a different guy. No, it's that guy. I haven't actually seen Superbad. I saw it for the first time this week, so that's why it's on the line. Okay. I I know the McLovin. Um moment but i didn't know the id reveal mm-hmm. until until i watched it and i i like never yeah that's his name is just a club yeah <laughs> well do you um, care if i spoil it oh no I'm, actually this is a kid-friendly podcast i'm not gonna spoil the line that is referenced yeah uh so carl this this way stood out to me i think i put like a, a lot of I, I, what I said was Carl is way too excited about seeing a teenage girl. That's what I wrote down. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it seems that, that Doofenshmirtz has stolen all of the Slushy the Clowns from around town. Time out. Yeah. Time out. Is Carl okay? Is Major Monogram letting him see outside? Ooh, I, I, I hope so. I, I mean, we do know that, that he uh, didn't uh, he he denied Perry's request for vacation, uh, so so Alka does seem to be working people too hard. Yeah, especially the unpaid interns. I'm sure. True. 
Um, so at every every uh, Mr. Slushy Burger, Mr. Slushy Dog around town, they have a mascot. It's a Slushy the Clown. Slushy the Clown plays this little jingle. It's like uh, pickle so green and meat so brown. Lunch is fun with Slushy the Clown. Uh, and Doofenshmirtz stole all of the uh, Slushy the Clowns because he hates this jingle. This jingle has gotten stuck in his head. He hates this jingle. He steals all the clowns so he can rip the, the tapes out and, and destroy What jingle would you this do this for? Good. for? For me, it's the Limu Emu. Ooh, Limu Emu is a Li- Liberty one. Liberty Insurance, I think, is what it is, the actual brand. Yeah, Liberty Mutual. Yeah. That um, pisses me off. Yeah. Lemu Emu is pretty. Lemu Emu and Doug are maybe my least favorite commercials on TV. Doesn't uh, help that prob- Doug is a cop. Yeah. I, I probably have some others that I would hate, but not off the top of my head. Um, oh, this one doesn't bother me, but I know it bothers some people. Uh, the, the Charmin one, like, my hiney's clean. Ooh, my hiney's clean. <laughs> Is there is there a problem with the word Heine? Heinzy? Doofenshmirtz? Heine? No, no, their problem is like with the like the bear is like like rubbing, like dancing with toilet paper on. Mm. They're they're doing like Mr. Krabs with his millions of dollars. Yeah. What is it? Like the it's like not flossing. Remember when flossing was a thing? Like the dance? But but uh it's like kind of like backwards flossing like you're flossing your teeth but like with some fabric i don't know flossing your butt yeah i will say uh like this is probably like our equivalent of like ronald mcdonald the slushy oh, the- i got big Christmas yeah kind of vibes yeah like it's, it's definitely a reference for for like crusty the clown or even real life ronald mcdonald um well, I, Did y'all sing I, the McDonald's song in elementary school? Not not that McDonald's song, but it was like Ronald McDonald had a hamburger. Ronald McDonald. That was like no. a song that we sang in like elementary school chorus. Did you know the the McDonald's jingle? Ba-da, 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 I'm loving it. Do you know it's Justin Timberlake? What? Yeah. Do you know that I made a five minute movie about McDonald's in my freshman year of college? I can find it. Um, and I used the Tajik Hall like the like. <laughs> Uh, rearranged version here. I'll, I'll find it and send it to y'all. Um, but yeah, the 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 uh, ba 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 part is is uh, Justin Timberlake. Thinks that. Oh. Wow. The more you know. The more you know, indeed. Yeah, but like back uh, so, to Doof. I this is totally justifiable. If like Slushy the Clown is as terrifying as Ronald McDonald is in real life, like this is justified. He's in the right. Like get rid of all those stupid. I can't stand it. Like good riddance. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. So uh, Perry Perry goes to stop him, and and uh, he he traps him in a cage like usual. But the cage is a little bit too small because he's in uh, Candace's body instead of his own body. Uh, and then he he you know he breaks out of the cage, and he he tries to uh, when the when the fight scene starts, you know usually. Uh, Harry like will attack him with his tail, so he you know he he tries to attack Doofenshmirtz. He thought Doofenshmirtz was some charming. Uh, yeah, so uh, like you know he he tries to throw it back and hit Doofenshmirtz in the face. 
uh, but Candace's body doesn't have a tail, uh, so he, he totally misses. Um, but then he just hits him with his purse. Uh, <laughs> so he, he hits Doofenshmirtz with his purse, and Doofenshmirtz is like, I'm, I can't fight a teenage girl, so he tries to run away. And then uh, eventually he uh, like ties him up with some, some headphones. He's got a Which, he's disrespect got, like, to the headphones. On the purse. Yeah, honestly. Hey, you ruined headphones. Yeah. Um, but uh, he ties him up in headphones and and Doofenshmirtz like bumps into his shrinkinator and this shrinkinator It looked it, like it was it, on BBK9. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they I don't got know how got it. Did Will get the joke or no? No, I didn't, but I was going to pretend. Okay. Uh, if you want to explain BBK it, eight, They had the, the house, and then because of COVID, it shut down. And then in BBK9, the same house, but they put a ton of, like, moss in, like, to, like, be like, oh, the house was, Give like, it, like, extinct. a post-apocalyptic oh, okay. vibe. Yeah. That's funny. That's funny. Nathan will get it. Um, so <laughs> after, after Perry and Candace switch back, this is where Doofenshmirtz bumps into his Shrinkinator, which shoots the big teleporter machines. Uh, and these things were like two big, like, like discs almost, I guess hoops. Um, because whenever they shrink down, Linda thinks that they're her hoop earrings. And she Imagine starts if wearing Imagine hit it before they switch back. Cause like Perry had to move quickly. Yeah, yeah. Um, that would have been wild. If yeah. They were just switched forever. I'm sure Phineas and Ferb would have just built more teleporters or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Linda starts wearing the, the teleporters as hoop earrings. Uh, you can see that they still work because like a fly flies through one ear and out the other. That's that's pretty much the end of episode. A fly flies <laughs> through one earring and pops out of the other one. Uh, and, and Candace is like upset that she didn't bust the brother. Yeah. Yeah, one thing I want to mention was like how hideous was Linda's previous hoop earrings where these are an improvement. Honestly, right? These are like ugly earrings. Yeah. I'll go away. Um, yeah. Couldn't catch me with those. But yeah, anything else on this episode? Um, my one thought is, you know how there was that meme that was like the bar and then it's like describing something and then describing something else with the bars and there was one about Perry the platypus that was like just a platypus and then Perry the platypus with a little hat I want I want one oh, that's yeah. like Candace Flynn and then you put the little hat Perry the teenage girl that's, that's what I would do so yeah um and yeah the closing credits was also Perry the teenage girl yeah the closing credits uh this I don't know if we're gonna rank this song or not but it's a it's like a like a altered version of the Perry the Platypus theme that's sung about uh, uh, Perry the It's an altered girl. version of our theme, which they stole from us. Yeah, I guess we, we were before this song, definitely. Uh, she's a semi-neurotic teenage girl of action. A feisty little redhead with a platypus's brain. Love it. Sheena Easton sings this song? I don't know that name. I don't remember how. Scott, oh, she sang one of the Scooby Doo songs. That's what I remember. That's because I have her Wikipedia clicked on before. Did she sing Nine to Five before Dolly Parton? No, right? She has a song called Dolly Parton. Oh, okay. Morning. It's probably a cover. It's a no, it's a different song also called Nine to Five. 
Okay. Mm. Yeah. And we've got tonight. Are you any any That's other thoughts on this episode? Tonight. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention was when uh Perry is fighting Doof and he like tries to do the tail whip, but it doesn't work. Yeah. It doesn't have a tail. I found that so funny for some reason, especially because it was like in slow motion too. Yeah. Uh, great. Because he did it again, right? Yeah. He just did it the one. Oh, in my head he did it twice. Yeah. Um, no, I really enjoyed this episode, and we can get into that more in the rankings, yeah. but we'll take a quick musical break, enjoy Disco Miniature Dolphin Queen, and we will be right back. She's a semi-erotic teenage girl of action. She's a feisty little redhead with a platypus's brain. You best leave her alone. She's playing MP3s on her phone. And whenever she's around, you can hear the bad guys say. Great, now I have this song stuck in my head. She's Perry, Perry the Teenage Girl. To this lovely, lovely, lovely show, we have Will, we have Navi, we have me, and let's get into some feedback first. The lovely Giovanni asked, um, "I didn't. I tried to memorize this question, and then I did not memorize it completely. So I need to go back to the email. Um, while we do that, you just couple... sent us a couple emails while we were recording too. Oh, so I did not check that. Oh, yes. See, I checked it last. Uh, literally. So, in a pre-COVID world. Where would you go to spend your vacation? I would go to Italy myself. Um, in a pre-COVID world, I would go with Will to Hawaii in his suitcase. Um, I would also go to South Africa, not just because mm. of the season of Survivor that's on right now. Um, mm-hmm. And I would go to Rio to visit family. And I would just go anywhere, honestly. New Orleans, literally anywhere. No, not anywhere. But well, we, we are famously going to take a trip to Disney World. Yes. Famous. Well, you guys are going to Disney World. No, I'm specifically coming. going to Epcot. That's in Disney also, World. That's a Disney World property. Yeah, but I, I don't consider it like Disney World proper. It's like its own thing. Even though so it's like in the land. Disney World is like the only Magic Kingdom to you? Yes. Well, I have never been to Disney World or Disneyland. So, well, I don't I know. so you have to well, experience you go. it all. Yeah, you've got to go. I feel like Navi will love it's tough to be a bug. 
I feel like she and Jacob can go on that ride a lot together. Um, uh, I am not a big fan of it's tough to be bugs, and now it's not. In, <laughs> what do it's, I do? I'm getting it's tough to be bugs. It's not at Disneyland anymore. It's been replaced by the Avengers campus. At Disneyland, not Disney at Disneyland. World. Yeah, yeah. They had uh-huh. a whole they had a whole Bugs Land that was kind of kind of boring, uh, and now all of the Bugs Land is now Avengers campus. Is it Ant Man Land specifically? Uh, there's there's. I mean, Ant-Man. there is an Ant Man and a Spider Man. There's an Ant Man restaurant. Yeah, it's like the like big like everything is shrunken. Yeah. yeah. The, also, there's like blue milk at the Star Wars Land now. Yeah. Um, that I would. That's like a to that's a both place. Ooh. Okay. Because there's there's a Star Wars Land in in Disneyland proper, and there's a Star Wars Land in uh, Hollywood Studios in yes. uh, in Orlando. Yes, I found out that Will stayed at a Disney resort, and I was very much even more offended. Yeah. Sometimes. That he didn't we, bring me, we, and he's like, my parents are Disney adults. Huh. Yeah, we spent a couple days at Aulani Disney's resort in Hawaii. Uh, it was very fun. We got to go to a luau that I uh, don't remember much of. Yeah, so is that <laughs> when you did the reason. sunrise stash or sun, sunset stash? Uh, I think sunset mustache was the day before the the luau. Yeah, That's... but it was fun. It was it was great. It was a great time. It was very jealousy inducing um okay next question from giovanni is this stacy's best episode most iconic episode of the whole series and that is a tbd from me but so far yes definitely so far <laughs> and and one of the reasons why this episode is so good because stacy was great in this episode. yeah uh navi do you agree with that oh yeah 100 percent. i'm like the, I guess the resident Stacy fangirl over here. So I was like super excited. The more Stacy, the better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then last question from Giovanni: Which Phineas and Ferb characters would you like to? Would you had like to see get body swapped? And off the top of my head, I would go for like pure chaos, and I want Buford and Doofenshmirtz. Oh, I, I was gonna say the <laughs> obvious one is is Buford and Belgie, but but Buford and Doofenshmirtz would be funny too. Yeah, and my first uh, thought was like, Isabella and someone, and I was like, I don't know who would be a good pair. Maybe Doofenshmirtz as well, but I like I like like Doofenshmirtz trying to be like an elementary school bully, like he's he's just trying to be evil but young. He's just trying and, to be big boots and, Boris and the is bully. bad at it. Um, yeah, I, I would, think anyone else. I want to see Baljeet switch with someone. Baljeet. And um, Carl, maybe? No, that's, that's just similar of archetypes. Baljeet and Ferb, I think would be... No, Baljeet and Linda. <laughs> um, That'd be funny. Charlene and Ferb. Vanessa and Phineas. I don't know. You can throw- I, I, think, I think Vanessa and Charlene would, would just be a classic good Freaky Friday. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know that there was a third Freaky Friday that they made in 2018? I no? did. I've never seen it, but I'm like debating do I want to talk about that at some point? Who knows? I'm so busy now that it would not be anytime soon. But yeah. Um, yeah, and that's about it for feedback. I didn't put out a tweet. I don't know if any of you did, but I did. Uh, oh, did uh, we get any Twitter feedback? I think we got the emails because of it. Okay. Thank you, Giovanni, as always. Uh yeah. And so let's get into our rankings. Um, so for in terms of innators, um, we have the atomic leaf blower innator as what we're adding. And uh, we decided ahead of time not to rank the slushy thing 
the slushy yeah burgers? i don't think so because i also have a separate list of things that don't count that include the big magnet to erase the voicemails and the evil convention and the cave of the old sea hag. I think this fits with something that he's doing that is evil, but is not an innator or even like a thing he's building. Yeah. It's just a thing he's doing uh, that I don't think it counts. Okay. So atomic leaf blower. I have, I think I'm going to have it at 23 under the woodenator because everything else I think is more iconic, whether it's in name or in memorability. So that's why I have it. I don't know if I'm going to remember the atomic leaf blower besides like, I'll know what it does, but I don't remember like the specifics of it. So for a pretty good episode, I think the, the nader was kind of not memorable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, th- I think it's, it's not super memorable. I think it gets points for making me think of SpongeBob. Um, it also, well, one of my biggest criteria in ranking these things is how petty is this? Uh, mm-hmm. And the fact that it's only to piss off his neighbor gives, gives it a lot of points, uh, yeah. in my opinion. Uh, so I have it at 13. I have it right behind the copy and pasteinator, right ahead of the slow motionator. Uh, this, one's, this one's really funny to me. Um, but uh, a lot of the things ahead of it are either way more petty or way more funny or way more iconic in my mind. Um, but uh, I think this is a good place for it, right outside the top. Yeah, I have it at number 10. Uh, like you mentioned, William, for the uh, pettiness aspect of it. Plus, I do think the name is pretty extra. Like, he added Atomic <laughs> before it, so I think yeah. that bumped it up for me as well. So, yeah, it's it's a top 10 for me for now. We'll see how I feel about it afterwards. But for now, it is at number nine. This is going to bother me all night. Uh, Will, you used to do something in the early episodes that like another ranking that you had that eventually like, fell off to the wayside. What was it? Oh, uh, was it the and by I means? Yes, that was it. Um, yeah, because he hasn't done that often lately. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. saw him the jingle a ton. Yeah. He, he did it in both of episode ones. Both parts of episode one, he did it in episode three, four, and six, and then didn't do it again until episode 19. Yeah, I was going to say he did it recently, but that was the first time in a while. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah. I still have a, a tab for it, but he just hasn't been saying it anymore. Yeah. yeah. Also, can I just say, like, the Shrinkinator is basically just this Shrinksperia. Like, they changed the name. Yeah, I saw that in, in the... I don't know if they put that in, like, the errors or goofs or something. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, it's... it's He didn't have a Shrinkinator prior to I thought that. he had a Shrinkinator Ray at one point, but no, I don't he see had it. Ray. Uh, yeah, the I, I, and, it was and the I Shrinkinator. I, yeah, the, the shrinking thing he used so far is the Shrinksperia. I yeah. think he... Um, uh maybe later has a shrinkinator ray yeah but uh okay okay here's the continuity section of the wiki doofenshmirtz refers to his old shrinkinator but the invention he activated actually most resembled the ray to destroy the moon in the episode oil on candace his invention to shrink things was called the shrinksperia uh, he says he should have unplugged it since he turned it into a planter, yet forgets, as we see in uh, the episode, Let's Take a Quiz. 
the other the other thing I forgot to mention about the second episode is is that when Doofenshmirtz is doing the the slushy the clown thing, he's like trying to write his own jingle, uh, yeah. but he can't write a jingle because he can't think of a word that rhymes with evil. He he clearly hasn't practiced enough on rhymezone.com. Like yeah, you just got a rhyme zone. Um, honestly, if it if it were me, I would probably an evil. Well, yeah, I mean, there's like medieval retrieval upheaval bowl weevil um that was but uh I, if, if it were me i would probably do like a rhyme it with with some kind of like two word phrase seal like 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 something like doofenshmirtz is evil uh no one will be as bad as he will or something, Ooh. something like that. Where, See, where this is why Will has won a bracelet and I have never, or a hat. I don't remember what he won. Uh, two hats, two bracelets. Can't relate. Um, yeah. So should we get into? I know one, one of the one of these days I will write Doofenshmirtz's in evil jingle. Do it. Maybe we can get it on the episode that we we finish his Tinder profile. Um. But yeah, what so are we ranking next? Inventions, activities, slash, I know what we want to do today. Um, so we got mini golf and we got teleportation. So, William, let's start with you. Yeah, the, so the teleporters I have at number 15. Um, I think it's, it's, it's very cool technology. Uh, I have it below that tier of things that's all like rides at Disneyland. So this is like right below the pirate stuff, the haunted house, the roller coaster, the water slide, all of those things. Uh, it's it's actually directly below the shrinking submarine, uh, okay. but 15. I, I think it's fun, um, but uh, it, it gets points taken off for the reason that they suggested that uh, oh you gotta you gotta already go there and put the thing there before you can before you can teleport there. Yeah, but it would be useful. It, like if I had this and I could just like put one of them in my office. So I don't have to commute and just like have one at home and have one in my office. That would be great. Yeah, but then you would lose a lot of podcast listening time. That that is true. That is yeah. Miss Navi, what about you? Where do you have teleportation? Uh, I have it at number two between Ooh. getting a sandwich. <laughs> what was getting a sandwich again? Was that the caveman thing? Yeah, oh, yeah. they slashed the caveman. <laughs> going back in time and getting a caveman um and uh, getting the band back together uh the lazy person in me appreciates this so much honestly though it could get bumped down to number three because i do want to move the ice cream machine up to number mm-hmm. two <laughs> speaking of ice we're cream learning machine, so I... much about my priorities yeah uh, but yeah that's my uh ranking felipe i believe will recently got a snow cone and sent me a picture of it I did. Yeah. I, went to, I went to Jack and Jill snow cones right before I went to Hawaii. I also got some shaved ice in Hawaii. Yes. Good. Yeah, Will was sending me photos, started a snap streak with me while he was in Hawaii and acting like I wouldn't be upset. <laughs> but no, we had fun. Eventually I got over it. But uh, <laughs> I also have teleportation at number two. And like, I don't know, Will's making good points, but the concept of teleportation, like even if this isn't my ideal teleportation, they still built a teleportation device in I would like to have that. Uh, and yeah, I mean, um, in terms of most impressive things, it's definitely towards the top. Yeah. In yeah. terms of things I want to do, it, it's a little bit low. Yeah. So I have it right under time travel and above the the pirates and the the secret agents. Um, 
So that's where I have it. And then in terms of mini golf, this one's hard because I kept switching it back and forth with birthday party. I think it's above roller skating, um, but because this mini golf course was so cool. And that's why I put mm-hmm. it at number nine in between Swinter and birthday party because I think the mini golf course that they created, there was part of me that wanted to put it around tree houses, but I think it, it's like, not as exciting as those treehouse robots because like mm-hmm. it's just like a fancy mini golf course yeah i i did put this uh near the tree houses but not as fun as the tree houses and that's why it's number two for me uh i think i think like generic mini golf would probably be much lower would probably be somewhere around i don't know 20 ish uh, but this particular mini golf course that they built with like the air hockey level and all the slides and things and, and the disco hole, uh, maybe a whole different thing. Um, it, it, this was fun. I so this is number two for me. It's, it's this mini golf course. So what's number one? Tree houses. Uh, number one is the tree houses, and the okay. number two is this mini golf course. And then Navi, what about you? So I'm like the opposite of Will. Like if this were just like regular mini golf, it would be a lot higher on the list because you could just get <laughs> drunk and then like just fuck around on the golf and just be like, ah, fucking, I don't know. And just swing the putt or whatever. Uh, but because it is like, it's been amusement parkified, which I don't care for famously. I have it at number 11. Like I would still be down for it, but when it got too crazy, I would probably peace out. So it's between uh haunted house at number 12 and ice cream at number 10 though honestly i'm moving ice cream up so it's really between haunted house and swinter at mm. number 11. so yeah yeah we love that and then fun oh no not yet finally uh songs i i believe i'm the only one who ranked perry the teenage girl i just put it under perry the Platypus. oh no i ranked 15. it as well Okay, so I put it at 15 under Perry the Platypus above theme song. I think it's like obviously the same song. I think the Perry the Platypus lyrics are more iconic, but I did like this refreshing version and I thought the lyricism was fun. Mm. Abby? Yeah, I did the same thing. I put it under the regular Perry the Platypus theme, though uh, for me, Perry the Platypus is at number 11, so Perry the Teenage Girl is at number 12. Nice. Yeah, I'm not sure where I would put. I like I have the Perry the Platypus theme all the way up at six, um, but I don't think Perry the Teenage Girl is is right behind it at seven. I think I think I would put it, I don't know, five to ten spaces below that. You make points. You make points. I, I'm 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 not sure. That's why I didn't rank yeah. it. I didn't want to have to think too hard about you know how much worse is this song than the other. Yeah. I didn't want to think about it. Uh, so I didn't rank. Speaking of. I don't have a transition. Will, what do you want to talk about? Where do you want to put Disco Miniature Golfing Queen? Man, I wanted to put this song really high. I loved this song. Um, I, I very disco is a is a genre that I am a big fan of. This like felt very much like an ABBA song, but the the melody of it is kind of like Winter Wonderland almost. Yeah, um, I noticed that. So I I bumped it above. Uh, the history of rock from the the love handle episode. I don't think I can quite push it above Evil Boys. Uh, so so I have it right now at number nine, right behind Evil Boys and right ahead of History of Rock. Okay, Navi, do you want to go next? Sure. So I have Disco Miniature Golfing Queen at number eight, 
between Gitchy Gitchy Goo and Furbots. Honestly, though, I have Goody Two Shoes Brother at number 10, and I want to move that up. So it's probably mm-hmm. more at, so at number nine. Uh, but yeah, I love the song. I also really like disco. I'm glad that disco tunes are like coming back in like mainstream pop music again. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, there's nothing more I need to say. Plus, it's like about Stacy. So, you know, it had to be yep. bumped up just for that reason. Yes, I have Disco Miniature Golfing Queen all the way at number eight behind In the Mall and above Little Brothers. I, I know when we get there, Lindana is going to bump up a few spots again. Like, because I feel mm-hmm. like it's in the similar vein of that, like, poppy disco, like, throwback vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, but Disco Miniature Golfing Queen is a bop and we love it so much. Yeah. yeah. This may be. Is this the first song we've gotten all in the top 10 in a while? Maybe. Yeah. Well, yeah, this is definitely one that, that if you had asked me before the episode, I would not have remembered this song at all. But I would I would be very excited to put this song in a playlist. It's making the playlist. It's it's making the, the summer box playlist, playing it all summer. Yes. I, I love this song a lot. Yeah. I was about to say this may be sacrilege, but I kind of want to move Gitchy Gitchy Goo down <gasps> my rankings. I don't know. The more time that passes and the more I marinate on it the more I'm just not like feeling it you know so what I'm gonna do before our our, when we look back on everything I'm gonna listen to every song and then I'll try to rearrange it like yeah structurally be like which song do I like more like one at a time and Mm -hmm. do that but yeah that makes sense maybe maybe I'll even give a scoring system like seven like how would I rank it but who knows yeah we can we can figure out some kind of scoring system for these things that'll that'll make things easier to sort later on yeah for sure also Listeners, send us ideas for tier names. Oh, we have the mementos, obviously. Yeah, I, I yeah we, we have the memento, Nolan but films. we just need to figure out the non-memento yeah. tiers. <laughs> we could name them after origin story movies for villains, like the Quirrell tier, the 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 Joker tier, the Darth Vader tier. Yeah, but then the it's, specific it's, Darth Vader I, ones. <laughs> I think I think it's a little bit less obvious what the order of the tiers are if we do that. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Well, this is stuff we can we can hash out offline. For sure. uh, but uh, send in suggestions if you have suggestions for for tier list stuff. Yes. Um, and then lastly, let's get to our episode rankings. Uh, can someone just remind me what the tree to get ready do plot was? Uh, that was his goody two shoes brother. Ooh. Okay. That that does change things. Um, Will or Navi? Does either of you want to start? Yeah, I have put that putter away. Uh, the, this, like I said, loved this episode. Uh, I have it right behind Tree to Get Ready because I, I had um, I had miniature golf right behind the treehouse fight. Uh, I thought the atomic leaf blower was fun, but not quite as fun as the poopinator. I had this song just a couple of spots behind Goody Two Brother. I think this is right up there with Tree to Get Ready, but but just one spot below. So this is number six for me. Nice. Six favorite episodes. I also have this at number six, right below Tree to Get Ready. Originally, I had it above, but I think the Doofenshmirtz brother bought, mm-hmm. uh, bumps it down just because I think the Doofenshmirtz, like the Dinkelberg stuff in this episode wasn't as iconic. Mm-hmm. Uh, just as petty, though. Um, yeah. And yeah, so also Tree to Get Ready had a lot of Stacey as well. So yeah, this is definitely memento tier. It's it, like, it's a great <laughs> yeah. episode. And it's transcends the media. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Navi, what about you? Where do you have put that putter away? So I also have put that putter away in my top 10. It's uh, 
right? At number 10, actually, between Tree to Get Ready and Pirates. But like I've talked about like a bajillion times at this point, I'm moving stuff around. Like I'm going to move iRobot and uh, Magnificent Feud down. So it's really at number eight on this list. And who knows, I may even move Gnome Lawn Beach Party down as well. So yeah, it's in my top 10 for sure, though. Okay, and I might be bold, but I'm putting Does This Duck Bill Make Me Look Fat at number four, above Tree to Get Ready and oh, wow. under Dude, We're Getting the Band Back Together. Um, I I just think the Freaky Friday stuff was really fun. Like, Phineas and Ferb were barely in the episode, which is, like, probably an ideal the reason situation. Why. Yeah, mm-hmm. Candace and Finney, uh, and Dupinchmerd slash Perry are usually my go-to characters when I watch the show, so, like, it was very focused on them. Um, mm-hmm. Originally, I was going to have this right above Put That Put Her Away, but then with the reminder of what Tree to Get Ready was. So, yeah, I just, I really love this episode. And this is probably like the highest average, the new highest average uh, two parter for, for me. Will or Navi, who wants to go next? Uh, I thought this was a solid episode. It's, I, I think it's a little bit, I, I didn't enjoy it quite as much as Put That Put Her Away, but I still, I still really enjoyed this episode. It was, it was a great episode. It's right outside my top 10. I have it at 11 behind mom's birthday and ahead of ice cream used cream. I also have it at number 11. Uh, so it's right under put that putter away and it's just above pirates. Um, yeah, it's just a solid episode. I, it could be just cause like the last couple of episodes have been like total trash, uh, which is why I'm so high on this episode. We'll see, but I really enjoyed it. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, that about wraps things up. I did want to bring something to the attention. Um, Vincent Martello is on cameo. Oh, you know how much he's going for. I don't. I think I mentioned it in a chat, and AJ was in the chat, and AJ was like, "Wait, when did I just find out that uh, he is Greg from Everybody Hates Chris?" Yeah, I would. I don't know much about cameo. I'm not looking at it right now. I don't know much about cameo pricing, but I would guess he is somewhere between 100 and 150. Navi, do you want to take the under, over or under? Mm-hmm. I'll take the under. I'd like to think that during these trying times, you'll be a bit more, <laughs> a bit more. Give me a uh, price range. I don't know, like 60, 70 bucks. I, 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 oh, I was going to say, I'd set the over-under at 100 Okay. Navi is closer. Vincent Martella is charging $50 for a cameo. Oh. And he is highlighted as 24-hour responder. Um, watching a video of him do the Phineas voice was so unsettling. Um, but, mm-hmm. yeah. But, yeah. Shout out to Navi for winning uh, how expensive is Vincent Martella on cameo game. Um, do we want to play another yeah, one? Because I, I, have, I have another I have another. Person. Little Nas fifty dollars. That's my guess. Little Nas X. How? Oh, uh, okay. He is three. Oh, let let Navi go first. I I said it on this last one. Um, I'll go two fifty. Over. Okay, under, I was bro. gonna guess three hundred, so I'll go over two fifty. You are both under, and by a oh. lot, seven hundred and fifty dollars for Little Nas X cameo. Whoa. And he's only doing 10, and they're only for the Seven, month of Pride, yeah. so you have to be the first 10 to buy them. Oh, see, now now when I look at Lil Nas X, he says he only has one cameo left, and it's for 1000 Oh! Montero, what are you doing? Um, but yeah. 
So that was a little cameo pit stop game, but shout out to wow. Vincent Martella and shout out to AJ Norris for uh, that delightful response when I saw that. Anyways, yeah. we can start getting into some plugs. Navi- Next week. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Next week uh, is two episodes. Or uh, Okay. One of these Just episodes, the I think minutes. I do remember. Uh, the Traffic Cam Caper, which I That's a Norm remember. episode. Uh, and the Bowl Rama Drama, which I do remember the, the giant bowl in. One of them is a Norm episode. I don't remember which one, but yeah. Uh, and there you go. Traffic can make it if we try. Just the three of us. <laughs> um, yeah. So Navi, what's new with you these days on the on the internet streets? Uh, you can find me on the internet as because I'm Navi, and that's about it. This is like literally the only thing I have going no, no, on. No, it's great. not the only thing you have going on. Saturdays at 6 p.m., you are a frequent contributor on the Survivor South Africa Immunity Island Clubhouse discussions. Yeah, I like pop in and say like something really dumb and then peace out. <laughs> yeah. And Will has to watch the first episode. Nathan asked me for the links already. So, um, yeah. I try to get Will on those. And then now that Will's on Clubhouse, he can join us. Yeah. Yeah. Survivor South Africa as bad as Survivor Australia at having like a million episodes? No. No. Because I have I tried to watch one episode Australia, but then it was like, oh, you gotta watch three episodes a week. And I was like, I yeah, no, it's one episode a week and it's like 70 minutes an episode. Okay. I can I can make and it. And you can double speed the challenges. Sure. Yeah. Um, the editing is also paced better compared to Australia, usually. Yeah, sometimes it's a little too boring. I will say that, like some of the episodes of last season were a little too boring because it was so obvious, mm-hmm. but that's also like the gameplay that happened that season, plus like the sure. mm-hmm. style that they choose to have. But um, this episode started off, this season started off. Yeah, such a great premiere. Yeah. Um, so Navi, that's all we have for you. Also, like quickly, let's do a hashtag. Um, should we do a Fogel and Carl or McLove and Carl? Hashtag. Hashtag McLove and Carl. Perfect. Yes. Okay. Will, what's new with you these days? Um, what's happening on EATB while you're gone with TJ and Robert? Yeah, so I I don't have much to plug that I have done recently. You can, of course, follow me at Davis, Will everywhere, um, including Clubhouse, because I spelled my Clubhouse username correctly. Wow. <laughs> okay. First, you don't invite me to Hawaii. Then you go to a Disney hotel in Hawaii. And now you're trying to drag me on the interwebs? How dare you? Uh, um, but uh, yeah, we, we, I also on the plane listened to two episodes of Everyone and Their Brother podcast that I was not a part of because I was gone. Uh, Robert Central and TJ. Hawaii of Central America. Or not Central yeah, America. Robert, Robert and TJ recorded a couple episodes on their own. I thought they were both hilarious. Um, so go check those out. Were they the first uh, ever Will-less episodes of the podcast? No, we, they've, had, they've had several without me. I don't think... Uh, I think TJ has been on the most episodes of okay. of the... Um, and Sam's been on the least? Yeah, Sam, Sam has had to miss the most. Of the 126 episodes, I think TJ's been in like 124 of them or something. Oh. Um, or maybe 123. Because there's one episode Sam did by himself. There's one episode I did by myself. What did Sam talk episode, about by himself? And there's one episode that both Sam and I did together. And I think those are the only three TJ was Yeah, because there was, there was one you talked about that was like uh, Robert and TJ did something 
of like most iconic things and then you did like the least iconic pairings yeah like yeah they they did like most iconic pairings and it was called like milk and cookies did you talk and about sam and i butter? did butter and sam and i did the least iconic pairings which was did you do banana and ketchup? juice and toothpaste oh you didn't talk about banana and ketchup we might have talked about it i just remember the episode was called orange juice and toothpaste Okay. Okay. What did you talk about? Oh, go ahead, Navi. Oh, no, I was about to say, I was thinking the one that they weren't on was when Sam brought his, like, podcast host onto the podcast. Oh, okay, yeah, that was... That was another one, yeah. There were, so maybe I forgot maybe what it was. It was, like, so long ago. When it was, I was one we were... Yeah, it was, like, yeah. earlier. Talking about basketball, how to improve the NBA. Okay, then that's probably why I didn't Put Clifford yeah. the Big Red Dog in there. That's how you improve it. Yeah. But wait, so what did you talk about on your uh, when you were? Oh wait, no, never mind. I listened to that episode. It was not good. Sorry. No, I, I told you it wasn't good. What was the Sam episode that he did by himself? Was it similar? Uh, did he also uh, read from no, a book? His was like uh, uh, like an ASMR parody. Oh, you talked about this went, one a lot. He went and bought a bunch of different flavors of cookies that were on sale that he had never tried, and he was like trying all these cookies. Yeah. I need to keep going to the backlog. I'm jumping around episodes. I've listened to the Home Alone Batman versus Kevin McAllister. Uh, mm, yeah. Have you listened to the Survivor one? I, yes, I'm I did. The, your Survivor yeah. Marvel picks. Uh, that, the Avengers one? Or? Yeah, no, yeah, I listened yeah, to yeah. that one. Uh, I, I still think that the Scrolls would have been the best. I think you mentioned them. It was also a... I would like to redo it. Uh, yeah. more a lot has happened in survivor since then and a lot has happened with marvel since then so and you, i think you've also probably think, watched more marvel movies since then right definitely definitely yeah um have you watched not to star talk wars too movie? much about other podcasts yeah uh i'm you can follow that podcast at eatv podcast uh and that's it have you watched more star wars since your star wars podcast um when was the star wars podcast right after rise so that was like january 2020. uh no i've not i uh my my friends were getting me to watch star wars um so i've now also seen episodes four five and one uh but i haven't seen two three or six okay or, or nine i haven't Ho- seen episode nine i will i've never seen the star wars holiday special so same um, episode eight rogue with one? laura dern is still my favorite rogue one or so have you seen either of those i've seen rogue one i haven't seen yeah. solo uh yeah so that's it for you on podcast wise or yeah yeah. i think i think so um in terms of me uh you can follow me on social media with the fleep i'm not really active much in the last few days um and so i might not be responding to your tweets uh all that much but tweet at me i'll see them eventually um and then what else do i have going on i'm on clubhouse as well navi and i are doing the clubhouse chat room with the lovely sarah carroting Yes. Um, and other mm. friends, including Jay. Sarah Carradine's right. Small. We stand Sarah Carradine in this house. I I my I think one and only interaction with Sarah Carradine was playing Wheel Jam with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was very fun. It was a great time. I love Yeah, I played her uh, Wheel Jam yeah. with her too. Did we play the same game? I know we played Wheel Jam together, but I don't know. I, I played don't with both of you separately. Time. I yeah. believe. We also oh. played that one Mafia Survivor game together where you just like kind of fell ass backwards into a way. Yeah, I <laughs> won. That game? was uh, Black Widow Brigade, Alex G's game. Yes. I uh, won that game. It doesn't Yeah, but I tell everyone you, you were Chris Underwood, even though you weren't. Yeah, and people I was not. It, it, was, it, was, it was a good lie. And it's, actually, it was a terrible lie, but yeah, it somehow it worked, which made it an incredible lie. 
Yeah. I mean, I was like, kind of like, hey, guys, don't buy. I didn't have anyone with me. So they're like, fuck you. <laughs> <Whoa. laughs> yeah. No, I, I played Wheel Jam with each of you separately. Um, yeah. And I remember with Navi, I was on Jason Curtis Rivera's team. Shout so. out to the great No yeah. Dice Dan for, for Yes. Yeah. Shout out indeed. Um, yeah. Then, Jay was on that that one too, right? Yes. I believe Jay you were. And, um, uh, Ari. I, I played like all my games with Ari. Ari Gold. Yeah. Um, I was on Ari's team. We were a good team. Yeah. And Addison was playing like a mess. Like Addison was. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> um, and then Brazilian Dragon, as of today, a month ago, I have not been on a call with Jacob, which is like partially like a lot of scheduling stuff. But tentatively, we will be back with Scooby Doo Pirates Ahoy this weekend with the great mm-hmm. Touchdown Tommy, Navi Zops. Um, Mm -hmm. and then, uh, yeah, I've promised a lot of things that I haven't delivered on lately, but we'll have things. Uh, well, you're busy with work, like, you're still getting the hang of everything, it's forgivable, yes. Oh, and also, Jacob will be coming here sometime in the near future, Mm, unless I vote him. No, I'm kidding. Uh, check out Ingen there, though, they've been been doing some great stuff, but also, uh, Mm -hmm. pod talk jam and break that is something that I'm doing consistently on the Brazilian Mm -hmm. Dragon these days, uh, with the great Caitlin Glacken. Um, and this week, we do. Oh, sorry. Go ahead with your plug. I'll, yeah. I'll talk later. We we had the great Jessica Frey this last week, friend of Frankie Rodriguez, mm-hmm. who plays Carlos on the show. Um, still trying to get Sam and Chandler on the podcast, but Will doesn't help me. But no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I'll, I'll send you there. If they want, if they yeah. want. Like, you can throw that at them. But uh, if they want sure. to come on the podcast, they're welcome. Uh, and then Will can also come on the podcast. Now that you're also invited, you, we can have a okay. big number party. Um, and then this week, yeah. we have Former former guest of the podcast, hopefully future guest of this podcast as well, uh, if he ever wants to return. But MJ Sizzle, Michael J. Clark will be joining me and Caitlin. I don't know if he's ever seen an episode of High School Musical the Musical series, but he's gonna come and have takes and he love that. So um, check that out. Um, otherwise, uh, what else do I have going on? Oh, subscribe and give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. We'll read your reviews. Navi's in Canada, Will and I are in America. So if you re- review from different areas, we can read them. Um, and no Canadian reviews, I don't think, because they're not popping up for me. So yeah, um, and also same deal over on the Brazilian Dragon. Give us some some likes and subscribes. Uh, Navi, what was that? What did I forget? Oh, I was like, oh yeah, do we give pop culture? Oh, I was gonna do that on the roundabout. So Navi, you go first. Pop culture plug. Oh, okay. Uh, So I guess my pop culture plug for this week is Ultimate Spider-Man. I really enjoyed their take on Peter Parker and Spider-Man. It's a fun show. It's animated. Is that the one with Drake Campagna? I believe so. Drake Bell slash prison inmate Drake Bell? Uh, Maybe. I I wasn't paying Drake Bell voices one of the Peter Parker animated series. And I think Neil Patrick Harris does another one. So yeah. yeah, did y'all follow the Drake Bell saga? No. I just saw he got arrested. Yeah, I don't really know what for besides child endangerment, but it, it didn't really go into detail, but we disavow, disavow. Actually, the, the thing Megan I saw about hero. Drake Bell was was that um, he moved to Mexico. Uh, it, said, it, said, it said Drake Bell's mugshot looks like a stage door photo of a community theater production of How to Succeed, how to succeed in, in Business Without, without Religion. Really <laughs> and then also like Someone there was another one that was like slap a slap a um uh parental guidance warning and then you got yourself a new album cover. <laughs> um but yeah, so Navi, Ultimate Spider-Man, how long is the run? 
Uh, I think it's like three or four seasons. I'm like rewatching season one and I've been enjoying it so far. Yeah. So it's like a light, fun animated show to watch if that's like the vibe you're feeling this week. So check that out. Yeah, if you like lighthearted animated shows, you're at the right place and then you can follow mm-hmm. up with this one. William, what are you watching or consuming? I haven't been watching anything. I, I like I watched this show. You watched I, the actually, sunset no, in no, no, Hawaii. I watched uh, I watched Tenet on the plane. I watched Tenet on the plane to Hawaii. Another Christopher Nolan film. Was it good? Pretty good. Okay. Yes. It, I, was, it was a really good plane film. It was a really good plane film. Okay. Yeah. No, it's on HBO Max, and uh, I've considered downloading it and I watching it, was good. it. But I also like. That's the movie that Jacob rented out the entire theater. And then 10 minutes before the movie started, he uh, deleted all his um, seats. He like bought every seat in the theater yeah. and then he like deleted it except for one. So he had the private theater. Um, that's a uh, next level move. Yes. Um, and then for me, I watched today, I watched Selena the series. I basically binge part two. Um, if you're someone who is Latin American, I, I think it's required viewing. If you're not, you should check it out or at least listen to some Selena songs. Uh, such a tragic story. And it is executive produced by your family. So like maybe they like changed, like did it the best way they could. But um, I, I really enjoyed it and like giving more background into like the life of Selena Quintanilla. Um, also it has Susie Crabgrass from Neds the Classified. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and also, just like listen to Selena's song if you're not going to watch it at least. Like, yeah, Selena's great. Yes. Uh, I I was bopping along in the car. A beady beady bum bum. Um, so, yeah, great music. Uh, with that said, um, any final thoughts? Corndog, corndog. Yes. Hashtag McLovin Carl. Corndog, corndog. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Bye, everyone. Bye. What you doing today? I know, you know, what you doing? Isabella Buford, Phineas and Ferb, Candace gonna bust you if you...